0: We've been threatening this for a really long time, but we finally brought in a guest. So welcome to The Samalnican Life. I'm Poppy. And I'm Beata. And this is the podcast that nobody asked for, but everybody needs.
1: As always, before beginning the episode, we would like to acknowledge that this podcast is written and recorded on unceded and unsurrendered Algonquin territory. To support the local Indigenous community, please consider donating to organisations who are providing essential care. Examples are the Odawa Native Friendship Centre, Wabanau, and Minwashan Lodge.
0: Awesome! So uh, today we have Jared here. Jared is going to come and talk, well, I mean, he's going to talk to us about everything, but primarily Jared's going to talk to us about fashion, so do you want to introduce yourself?
2: (laughs) Uh, yeah, hi, uh, I'm Jared, and my job largely revolves around clothes and other such things, and a lot of my takes on Twitter have revolved around the fits (laughs) in the NHL bubble, so, uh, uh, happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me.
0: So, I don't know if you can really talk about it, but you have like helped dress NHL players. Are you able to say who you like help make suits for?
2: I mean, tough, tough call. I, I don't <laughs> think I want to.
0: Okay, fair.
2: Just to keep up the like professional shenanigans. Um, but. As a result of the job, yeah, like I've I've uh, worked with a, a couple of different guys and uh, gotten the opportunity to meet people such as, and I'm I'm okay with dropping these names. Uh, I've worked with Mike Hoffman previously, um, and uh, our beloved beloved Ottawa child Cody C. <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs> I no, love that's... him.
0: That What he is doing to the Leafs is truly iconic and such a hater move. I, I love him. I love logging on to Twitter
1: and seeing Leafs fans dunking on Cody Cece <laughs> and just
0: going, oh, I remember this. I,
2: <laughs> the Sorry, go ahead, Poppy.
0: I feel like a really brilliant thing he's done is be someone from Ottawa who's always played in Ottawa and then be traded to. I mean, like, let's be honest, Cody Cece is a terrible player or, like, at least a not great player. <laughs> But he was traded to, like, the rivalry team, and is now truly dismantling that team from the inside, and for that, I'm thankful.
1: You know, I always thought Jared Cowan would be the one to do that, but he was bad enough that he didn't really play for the Leafs, but (laughs) he seems to have really, like, infiltrated that team. I mean, I feel like the
2: Leafs just committed the, like, 40-plus million to four forwards, and then they're like, hey, how do we bulk up our defense and then they're like cody cc elite nhl minute taker on the (laughs) top two defensive pairing that guy can for sure slot in there
0: absolute king okay so jared has some experience jared has like i mean you don't make the suits but you like pick out the fabrics and the cuts and right with the Um,
2: It's the designing and everything. Yeah. Um, And I do want to uh, clarify before we get into anything that taste is subjective. (laughs) I am not the authority on all things menswear. I just have a lot of frame of reference.
0: I mean, to be fair, though, I think that Jared's input is valuable because I went to Jared once with my boyfriend to pick some fabrics for shirts. And Jared was like, oh, what buttons should we use? And I pointed out a button and Jared just went, no. (laughs) (laughs) And in retrospect, I'm very thankful for that because it would have looked ugly.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah. (laughs) I did my job. Uh, So (laughs) you you pick up a few things when you do this uh, 40 hours a week, every week.
0: Exactly. Um, do you want to say why you work? Do you want to plug yourself a little bit?
2: Um, I mean, I feel like, if anything, I'd just plug socials, because uh, that's not really... I, I don't necessarily need to be associated with work uh, mm-hmm. on the same podcast as the famed mascot man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, socials, it's at Jared Gibson uh, underscore on Twitter, and on... Instagram. It's at jared.a.gibson.
0: And if I understand this correctly, you also do like styling advice and stuff, right?
2: I can do that, yeah, uh, for a, a small cost. Um, but yeah, it's something that, given all that I do uh, in like regular work week, I have no problem with talking with people about different fits or things like that, should they need it for like an event or something. If it's like, hey, I'm going on a date, what do I wear? I'm not going to be like, hey, pay me 40 bucks and uh, we'll talk about it.
0: <laughs> no, but I do feel like if you have a like fancy thing coming up or if you just genuinely want to like overhaul your wardrobe, I would recommend Jared also because I know him and I know he dresses really well, not just in like this cute category. And sometimes people are a little bit oblivious. So, like, you know, reach out. Okay, so... I'm blushing. <laughs> so... Why are you here? Obviously, so what we talked about last week is that the, um, the, like, sort of playoff bubbles have gotten rid of the rigid NHL dress code, which was always, you know, shirt, tie, jacket, dress pants. Um, and we discussed last week, or the week before, I guess, that we, um, would really like to see kind of, like, the different outfits that players come up with now that there's no dress code, right? Um... I've seen that. Yeah. (laughs)
1: So for the sake of... Some players really had fun with that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So we've seen what that is now.
1: Yeah. We've seen who needs Jared. (laughs) So
0: I would love to ask you guys at first, are you guys for or against the dress code, like the NHL dress code?
2: Uh... I think I'm for it, um, but it could do with a little bit of uh, an adjustment. Especially considering the, the salary that these guys command and like the options there are out there in terms of clothing and that it doesn't all have to just fall into the like suit, shirt, tie category that like, if guys wanted to, and I mean, I think they can in some regards, but if guys did the, like the turtleneck with like a suit look.
0: <laughs> I love that. Big fan. Big, big, big fan. Me too. Um, Yeah, I totally agree. I personally am a little bit anti um, the dress code, just because I believe that having something that's so rigid, like, specifically requires Mm -hmm. a suit and a button-down shirt, um, I mean, obviously, like, A, you kind of start losing some, like, things that you can do, but B, it also means that you're losing the ability for, like, maybe different types of, like, cultural, like, fancy dresses, Because, like, the sort of suit and tie look is very much, like, a Western, um, like, dress-up look. Uh, if, I don't know, I don't think I've ever seen anybody wear a ribbon shirt with a tie. If, like, an Indigenous player wanted to wear a ribbon shirt, like, would he have to wear a tie with it? That's the kind of (laughs) questions that you start coming into when you have such a rigid dress code. Um, and as I've said before, like, I, I would love to see the players kind of, um, step out of, the, like, sort of bland comfort zone a little bit, but having seen what they've come up with, maybe I regret saying that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I've enjoyed looking at the the stuff they've come up with. Mm. I mean, it's not good, but it's entertaining (laughs) at least. I mean, I do. We're about to have some great podcast content for it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do, I mean, yeah. Sorry, I do ahead, definitely Poppy. agree with you saying that it's entertaining, and I think a thing that we would, I would personally really like to see, in, um, is that. And I think the NHL has talked about this a lot, and people who talk about sports in general have talked about this a lot. Is that we should be growing the game, like the NHL game, mm-hmm. and a lot of that is appealing to a more diverse audience. And when you have players like NBA players who come with like truly like incredible fits um, for someone like me, I'm like, wow, this is amazing. I'm going to pay attention to this even if I don't necessarily watch basketball a lot. Um, And I also think that it, you know, again, like it shows a little bit more of a diverse group of people instead of this like very monotonous white guy in a suit that we're used to. But Mm -hmm. I also think that the guys who are showing up in just, like, sweatpants are kind of dropping the ball. Like, I would like to see a little bit more effort being put into it.
2: Yeah, I think that there's, like, a huge risk versus reward thing in terms of putting this entirely in the hands of, like, the players as it is. Mm. Um, I think that, like, with the Toronto Raptors, you can really see that there's the things like Serge Ibaka and OG Ananobi having the, like, the scarves thing Mm. and how that was a whole, like video segment that they had and it was hilarious and then they turned it into this thing on their social where they're like I do art and it's mm-hmm. like OG showing up with like the ridiculous scarf and Surge coming in with an even more ridiculous scarf and so it was like this whole thing where you could uh, basically commodify like the, the value in terms of like um, social media content and say like this is hilarious these guys are like entirely marketable Whereas with, like, the uh, relaxed dress code in the bubble, what we're seeing is that guys don't necessarily take that as, like, a challenge to themselves. It's more like a little bit of a relaxed nature kind of thing. And you see the sweats and stuff like that, which is not necessarily as commodifiable. You can't be like, check out these uh, sick sweatshirts that these guys wear. Yeah. Um, but, yeah.
0: Um, okay, so... Let's get started. I think that the team that's been doing this the most is the Toronto Maple Leafs. From what I've Mm -hmm. seen personally, I understand like the Dallas Stars social media guy, he truly tried and he posted this like Instagram post and it was like multiple images of the players arriving to the uh, game and the caption was like styling and then it was just a bunch of guys in like dark pants and polo shirts like there was nothing (laughs) interesting or good about it. Whereas, at least in Toronto, you have some stuff going on. So, with the Toronto Maple Leafs, I wanted to discuss the two iconic bucket (laughs) hats, which were (laughs) of William Nylander and uh, Austin Matthews. Before we, like, get really into these outfits, um, Jared, how do you feel about the bucket hats situation?
2: Well, bucket hats... Um, number one, uh, I would like to acknowledge the fact that bucket hats are something that has been made popular by, uh, like, black culture. Um, that's something that, like, had risen to popularity because of, uh, hip-hop artists and, uh, figures like that that would wear it and, like, make it a fashionable thing. Whereas before it was, like, fly Mm -hmm. fishermen, uh, that would (laughs) hang out with your dad on the weekend. Um, so... I think that there's something to be said there. Uh, when I observe the bucket hat usage in the, the <laughs> hallways of Scotiabank <laughs> Arena, um, I think, okay, Austin Matthews in the bucket hat, mask, uh, short sleeve shirt, and jeans look, I think that that, that rocks. That's, um, that, that's, I love good. that outfit. That's his
0: best look, I think.
2: Yes, I think his uh, short sleeve.
0: The shot is like. Yeah, go ahead. It's very crisp, like it's a very yes. crisp shot. I really like that.
2: Hundred percent. And then when you have the duality of man, uh, and you have <laughs> you have William Nylander looking like he's just uh, a hungover college kid, um, just showing up in like bare minimum, uh, just just to dress for the game. It's really the highs and lows of, uh, like, fashion as a form of expression in the NHL bubble. (laughs) I
0: think a huge thing as well is the choice of, like, how they paired it. So, William Nylander, both William Nylander and Austin Matthews wore, like, a black and white sort of patterned bucket hat. I don't think it's the same one, but they're both black and white patterned. Uh, Austin Matthews had, like, dark jeans, like, a crisp white shirt. William Nylander's wearing, like, a white... (laughs) hoodie with like the a white long shirt sticking out and then he's wearing these like <laughs> like, like plaid they're shorts. They're not quite short shorts. <laughs> I think they're like... like
2: Burberry shorts. They look like so, Burberry. Yeah. yeah,
0: they look like the Burberry plaid but it really yeah. clashes with the hat. And then
1: also the mask is
0: like a blue like medical mask. It's Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the, like, a like a nice the surgical mask. <laughs> uh. It's, uh. it's a really uh, it's not cute. I'm, it's a look. <laughs> I don't like it. The
2: only redeeming thing about his look, if anything, is the fact that he is wearing shorts that are cut above the knee.
0: Yeah, I mean, as we Mm -hmm. maybe know at this point, I'm a big fan of shorts cut above the knee. I think it's an important thing to do. Um, (laughs) Another thing that I've noticed a lot while I was looking through all hockey player images right now, um, but, like, it seems to be a thing on the Leafs especially, is extremely tight jeans. Like, really yeah. tight jeans i'm like currently looking at this picture of mitch mono wearing the tightest imaginable like so tight you can see the outline of the pocket blue jeans with rips and they're ripped
1: too and he is like bursting out of those jeans like the whole yeah right
0: <laughs> like, and like they do not look good <laughs> this is why butka used to have custom jeans made Like, I realize now that actually we were all like, oh my god, Butka's so thick, he needs to get custom jeans. I'm like, actually, that was a good move. No, everyone does, yeah. The worst part is that Austin...
2: Sorry, uh, Austin Matthews, like, uh, Mitch Marner, William Nylander, all those guys are wearing custom denim. They just want it to be that tight. Um, So that's the the most upsetting part, is that these things are made for them, and they're like, hey, what's up? Uh, I want the action fit, because I am (laughs) an athlete, and I do action. Um, So, like, yeah, the the skinny jean trend is not a a good thing for NHL players that have dummy thick thighs, uh, but it's something that I think if they see it in GQ they're like ooh that but for me mm. and they have enough money that people aren't like hey man take a second <laughs> did you think about this
0: okay so i feel like though um there's like another I- image of mitch moner on another day and he's wearing like a white kind of like those bowling shirts and a wide brim hat and he's wearing like what kind of looks like yeah like joggers but like with a more fancy fabric Um, those jeans those pants though like a just a tiny like they're still quite slim fit but they just a little bit wider and then it looks great like it looks good Mm -hmm. Um,
2: that is a well conceived outfit I will give him that I
0: I think it's cute um, but I find like the the way and also like our king Jason Spezza wore way too tight pants like (laughs) it's it's just like I I think a slim fit jean is really cute and again, like, do what you want. But having lived through, like, the 2010, like, emo boy, two, two, two skinny jeans, um, I feel bad to see it
2: coming back, you know? Having been mm-hmm. one of those boys and knowing that these guys are doing this in the summer, mm. Um, mm. I... It hurts, yeah, on a deep level. I I feel for them. Um, but then again, this is their money and they're choosing to do this, so you know what, um, if they can't be bothered to wear jeans that are a little bit looser fitting, then God have mercy on their, like, hair. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's true. Um, I am enjoying, like, that art, especially now that, like, the guys can wear shorts. Um, I've addressed this. I personally really like a, a shorter short. Um, I'm seeing a, I'm seeing a few short shorts in Toronto. I really appreciate that. I think, like, Travis Dermott showed up with, like, this sort of graphic t-shirt, um, Blue short shorts and a backwards. Oh, there's tons of backwards caps happening right now. Um, I wouldn't maybe wear it to work. Like, I think it, he could have like made it a little bit more fashionable. But in general, it's not a bad outfit. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's fine. If it... no,
2: I would wear that to a festival.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. I really, 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 really want to talk about the um the duality of Morgan Riley. <laughs> because there's two (laughs) outfits that we see him in one of them is a a simple black suit with a t-shirt underneath which i think is a nice way to like make a suit a little bit more relaxed um -hmm. and then the other one is him like looking (laughs) like he's on like a working musician on like show eight of the tour like he's wearing like a a a black t-shirt he's wearing like kind of like Slim fit, like, kind of washed-out jeans. He's wearing, like, a gray short sleeve shirt over his t-shirt. His hair is, like, a little longer and a little messy, and he looks so tired. Uh- <laughs> I, I don't know if it's just the
1: YVR t-shirt that makes me think of this, but he almost seems like some guy that you would see at the airport who's on, like, hour five of his layover mm-hmm. and just, like is wishing for the sweet release of death as he like (laughs) embarks on this
0: long journey i do like this outfit like i think he looks hot um personally but (laughs) it's a bad
2: picture oh poppy
0: (laughs) his face
1: doesn't look particularly nice in this picture so maybe that's also part of it the picture is pretty bad contributing
0: to this
2: it's humbling it's a humbling picture i think that's what it is he doesn't look like a millionaire in this one
0: that's true. he looks like a dude he looks like somebody like i live near the university in ottawa um he looks like a guy i would see at happy goat in the morning that's exactly what he looks like he looks like he looks like a regular at happy goat so much um would you like to weigh in on the suit with a t-shirt thing because i've I saw, like, online a few people, like, kind of debating how they feel about it. I personally think it's kind of cute. What do you think, Jared?
2: Uh, so, suit with a t-shirt. Uh, if anybody were to check out my Instagram, they know that I do that. Mm. Um, my only thing for Morgan Riley is that it should be tucked in instead. That's it. Like, yeah. uh, other than that, it slaps. Maybe get a pocket square. Uh, that's just me. But, uh, as it is... Uh, no notes. Yeah. And, oh, he's wearing his phone in his, uh, right front pocket, and you can see it. He should, uh, wear it in the jacket pocket. That's it. That's a good,
0: that's, that's good practical advice. What do you think about it, Beata? I think it looks fine. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree that the phone in the pocket doesn't look too great. But guys, can we, if we're still on the topic of the Leafs, because apparently nobody, including us, can shut up about the Leafs right now, mm. can we please, please talk about... Austin Matthews, because we already talked about his bucket hat, good use of the bucket hat. <laughs> yeah. And that was like the one good outfit that we've seen him in. But I just wanted to talk about this picture that I have not been able to stop looking <laughs> at since Poppy sent it to me. <laughs> um, it's a picture from the Leafs, and the caption is just ready to work with a whole bunch of like players and their game day outfits. And Austin Matthews is wearing black short shorts. with a black hoodie and the hood is pulled up over like some blue baseball cap and he's got a black mask but over the hoodie he has a raptors jersey Mm. and i can't like properly explain to you how like chaotic this outfit is i think i'm just gonna have to like tweet out the
0: picture the like the the hoodie under the raptors jersey really looks chaotic (laughs) Cause, and the fact that like he's
1: wearing the short shorts so you can see his his like quads very clearly. I mean I think that's
0: a pro personally.
2: Yeah, uh, he did that <laughs> just for Poppy actually. He knew that we were gonna talk about this and he was like, you know what, here we go. I do like uh, this one's for you, Poppy.
0: I do like the sneakers he's wearing, they're like white, they have just like a little bit of a blue line at the top and then a little bit of a red line. Um kind of like those. I think they kind of are like probably the best part of the outfit. I don't want to shit on a Raptors jersey. Like, I think a Raptors jersey is fun. I don't know about wearing it over a bulky (laughs) hoodie. It is really chaotic.
2: So, okay. I have made my thoughts on this outfit known. But I do think (laughs) that he gets points for the fact that it's the throwback Raptors jersey. Mm -hmm. And not just, like, Mm -hmm. the standard Raptors jersey. Uh, I think that at least bumps him up from, like, being a grade 10 going to a bush party to get drunk to being, like, college freshman. Yeah, I was about to say. That's going to a bush party to get drunk. Um, That's fair. So, and, like, the fact that his black mask matches his uh, hoodie and his shorts, too, like, you know, that's the, the bar is on the floor, but you, you did it, man. You... I love
1: that he seems to have like at least put in that effort. He's like yeah. he's gonna put together this really strange outfit, but like he's also gonna make sure that the mask matches the hoodie and they all match the, the short shorts. I have Kudos. to props. I
0: have to give like Matthews props for like actually wearing something different, you know? Like he is Exactly He's putting in some thought in his outfits, I believe. And I think that Mon is doing that a little bit as well, but um that doesn't mean they're always good. Um, I I think to, like, cap off the Leafs talk, because, you know, it's the fucking Leafs, um, we need to talk about Jason Spezza and his controversial outfit that is almost good, but not quite, in my opinion. <laughs> so, for those of you who haven't seen it yet, Jason Spezza is wearing um, a blue short-sleeved shirt, like a button-down buttoned all the way to the top it's got like white dots or something on it i can't tell and um the sleeve goes all the way down to his elbow which is questionable and then he's wearing tight very tight uh dark blue jeans and beige chelsea boots um. Who wants to start? Um. So, uh,
1: I, I love that I'm, the caption <laughs> also is rocking their Sunday best.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that too. Oh my god. <laughs> like yeah, Jason Spetsa definitely shows up to church in this outfit. Oh,
0: absolutely, one hundred percent.
2: So I want to kick things off here by saying that it is not, in fact, the boot that is wrong; it is the choice of jeans that mm. is wrong because he should have something that's a light blue or, like, a stonewashed denim or something like that. I think that then that makes the boots make sense, and then his shirt is his statement, because it's, like, this print, and I think it's got, like, yellow and red in it, so it's, like, obviously there's no toning that down. It's not like he's going to wear yellow chinos and be like, hey, what's up? (laughs) This is normal. Uh, So it's it's at least, like, if he had a different jean, I think the boots make sense, and I think he'd be good to go. Again, another rich boy with the two skinny jeans, though. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. I think, I totally agree about the jeans. I think the other thing is just, buddy, just cuff the shirt. Like, if your short sleeve shirt <laughs> goes to your elbows, just cuff it. It's not that hard. It's really not that hard. <laughs> It just looks a little bit like when you when you're shirt when you're wearing a short sleeve shirt and it goes all the way down to your elbows. It reminds me mm-hmm. of like a geography professor, but if you cuff it, you could be a hot geography professor. You see what I'm talking <laughs> that about? That makes sense.
2: It's like when your teachers would like officially make the transition to summer and start wearing short sleeve mm-hmm. shirts, and you're like, "Here we go. <laughs> Here's Mr. Armstrong's."
0: floral forearm just out hanging out right okay so um the Bruins have done something that a lot of teams I see have been doing um which is they've got like branded polo shirts polo shirts are huge right Mm -hmm. now I guess because guys don't really know what to do um and then another thing they did which um the Preds also did was they did like uh Black Lives Matter shirts for the first game Mm -hmm. um those are pretty safe bets. I mean, like, I think it's great that the Prats and the Bruins were like, we're gonna wear Black Lives Matter shirts for like the first game. I think that's nice. I think it's good they made a statement. That's, that's all good. I'm not gonna complain about that. I don't love the trend of just wearing branded shirts to the games, like, you know, do something else. Mm-hmm. But I wanna talk about <laughs> this picture of David Pasternak. <laughs> which was posted with the caption back to the office (laughs) um he's wearing a white short sleeve shirt again the sleeves are going almost all the way to his elbows a thick chain a white mask with something on it that we can't tell a backwards black cap but it's like it's not properly on properly on the head it's like you know when you sit it a little bit higher up which drives me crazy and then he's wearing knee-length it's almost camo shorts.
2: Oh, that's for it's sure like camo. Camo but
1: a little bit more like bright green. Mm, you know?
2: It's like if camo threw up.
0: Yeah. Um so to me he looks like everyone I went to high school in northern Quebec. Um <laughs> <laughs> What do you guys think of this outfit? I mean, it's a statement. Is it though? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not all statements are good. Let's just, that's, it's, uh...
1: I mean, again, it's entertaining. I don't, like, I hate it, but, like, I do appreciate that the Bruins are at least giving us some content to talk about, you know? Like, I wouldn't have this kind of reaction to a guy actually dressing well to
0: the game, you know? Yeah, that's that's true. That is a good point. Jared, what do you think right? of like, this? Right? Like, it stands out. If so.
2: I think this outfit gives me a whole new reason to hate the Bruins. <laughs> um, that's very I hope, fair. I hope that pasta stays in Boston forever. <laughs> uh, I hope that Boston is flooded when the ice caps melt. And uh, <laughs> I, hope, I hope we never see this outfit again.
0: <laughs> the thing but is, that's just me. It is like an outfit that you do see like all the time though, right? Like once again, this has really like freshman yeah. college vibes.
1: Like, I feel like that's the worst part of it, though. It's not like it's, I mean, like, it's unique in the way that, like, you wouldn't see this at a hockey game normally, Mm. but you look at that and you're like, I've seen that in classrooms and on campus and stuff, right? Like, people actually wear this,
0: and that's why I hate it so much. I think it's a very not grown-up outfit. I think it's very much like teenage boy trying to, like, do something cool. That's my take. Mm -hmm. Um... So, let's move on to the Capitals. The Capitals have one positive, which is that they have Braden Holtby on the team. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Brayden Holtby agree. is dressed amazingly. Like, yes, I did a little bit of a cuss research of just, like, candid Brayden Holtby photos before we did this. Um, He loves to wear a wide-brimmed hat. He loves to wear a button-down shirt with, like, a good print. Sometimes he wears a little, like... I saw a picture of him wearing, like, a, a, a like, very thin beaded necklace. Beautiful. Um, he looks like a hot cowboy. He does. That's. What... I
2: think Brayden Holtby also has tremendous favors being done for him by his longer hair mm. and his beard.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah, he looks
2: great.
0: 100%. I think that, and, like... But the thing is... The thing that I really am enjoying about Braden Holtby is nice pants. A lot of these guys are going in the really, really skinny jeans or sweats. Brayden Holtby still wearing like a nice structured pant that's like, you know, you can dress it down a little bit like he's wearing his shirts cuffed and, you know, like not buttoned up to the top, but the pant really makes the outfit look a little bit more put together.
2: Uh, I think the other thing for Holtby, too, is uh, if you look at him reading like a thoughtful himbo, mm. uh, <laughs> he's got boots on, which is a little bit different because, I mean, most of the guys that you're seeing in the bubble, their whole approach is, like, either their dress shoes, their, like, loafers that they have, or it's their sneakers. Mm. And... I think having like a nice boot is something that not enough guys do when it comes to their wear of like jeans or whatever.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this might be like a stupid observation, but it might be a good one either. And I'd like to get Jared's input on this, which is every image I've seen of Holby um, and the clothes he's wearing, the fabric looks nice. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it looks like a nice quality piece that he's wearing, even when it's like a worn in pair of pants or like a one in t-shirt it looks like it's durable or am I just projecting Uh,
2: I think well if I look at like his pants that he's wearing there it's not like oh oh I'm just doing this cursory search here for Brayden Holby outfits and wow wow (laughs) wow okay (laughs) I see what we're talking about now um yeah no so I think he's making good investments in what he wears. Mm. This is smart! Brayden Holtby, good on you. He wears some Um, really
0: good clothes.
2: Like, yeah, he's got... Like you say, the hat. The hat is great. The hat is a statement piece. Um, Here's a photo of him holding a guitar over his shoulder. Mm. You know. um, I think he does really well. He does have some fun with things, which is not something that you typically see. Like, uh... Wearing the hat in general is, like, a commitment. If you're Mm -hmm. a guy that wears, like, suits in general, and you try to make the switch to being a hat guy, there's always a risk. You might be the fedora guy. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And Braden Holpe has successfully skipped fedora guy and just gone straight to guy that wears smart sunglasses, uh, accessorizes really well does layering with his outfits. Mm. Uh, I think your your observation about his fabrics is really spot on, because I think that what he does with that is it's, like, uh, more rugged clothing, or things that have, like, a little bit more weight to them. Mm. So they'll last long, they'll wash well over time. It's it's going to be um, good stuff no matter what for him.
0: Yeah, I think that's, I like, personally, yeah. I really like wool and cotton and, like, sort of, yeah, more, like, heavier fabrics like that. So I, that's probably why I'm, like, he's looking great. Um, I do love the Washington Capitals. Everybody on the team has these cute little hats. Um, they're, like, red. They're not quite bucket hats. They look like outdoor hats, you know, like when you go camping or hiking. Um, mm-hmm. They have strings. I'm a huge fan of hats with strings. Um, and it's just, like, the red, red hats with, like, a W on it, like the Nationals logo. Um, I think it's really cute. I think it's cute that they gave everybody on the team one. Uh, And I also think it's smart if they're outside training in the summer. What are your takes on hats with strings? (laughs) Like these outdoorsy hats.
2: (laughs) Again, this is like the abolition of the dress code and uh, the results of it and what follows. I think that this is something that I would wear to the beach to make sure that I don't burn on my neck and that my hat doesn't fly away Mm. while I'm like laying down sunning. But, uh, as it is, I, I cannot give this a resounding endorsement (laughs) from the perspective of like fits. And if this is fire or not, it is not fire. This is extinguished.
0: I thought they were really cute. (laughs) 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 Okay. So, um, the black Hawks have been trying really hard, which I appreciate. Um, but they truly are like not doing, like, they don't have the content. Like, the social media guy clearly is trying to make the outfit content, but he doesn't have the outfits to go. Um, I'm gonna start off with this picture that they posted that was like hashtag Black Hawks uh, bubble, and then it just says fits, eye emoji. And then it's a player who I don't recognize because masks and stuff, wearing blue jeans, a beige, white an off-white shirt and a backwards cap. Literally, like, the most basic outfit I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. That could have been shopping at American Eagle. Oh. And that's it.
0: And then they did try to do something, though, where they said, Nylander fit check. And they um, took pictures of Nylander and they kind of point out, like, what he's wearing. Um, I don't... They point out that his joggers are Gucci. <laughs>
1: So that's... uh, It's the essential (laughs) stuff. It's just really, really important to let people know that they're, like, extremely expensive.
0: All of his clothes are, like, brand name, like, expensive, Mm -hmm. but the outfits themselves are very much just, like, joggers with an oversized Mm t-shirt.
2: Yeah, the, like, Neilander Fit Check was the most useless waste of space (laughs) that the Chicago Blackhawks could have done with their social media.
0: I think they really wanted, like, the content of Nylander's outfits, you know?
2: I, good on them, but, I mean, the, the the Nylander fit check is, like, it's like, hey, this guy slept in, uh, found the three things that were on his, like, catch-all chair that he has in his room, and he wore them in. Let's, uh, let's tally up the cost on these things.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're, like, they're not great. And then, like, you know, like, I feel like we've discussed sort of the more interesting teams. Like, the Jets, it's mostly just guys in jeans and polo shirts. Um, Oh, the Avs Mm -hmm. actually posted a picture of Zadarov in a... You know, like, I gotta respect that he just, like, still wore a suit despite the dress code. Um, He's wearing, like, a white, kind of a little bit off-white suit, double-breasted, with... What are those shoes?
2: They are loafers. Oh,
0: yeah. With light brown loafers. And I think like a blue button-down shirt, but I can't really see it in the picture. Um, I would love you to weigh in on this suit, Jared.
2: Yes. Um, I think Zadorov went off with this one. Uh, <laughs> double-breasted suit is not very common at all. It's definitely something that guys in the NHL have an easier time of just because of the, uh, the, the shape that like you kind of need to be in Mm -hmm. when it comes to wearing double-breasted with like the GQ look. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that they're able to pull it off. I have like a little bit more difficult time and I have to be super particular about it because, uh, my build is not the physique of like an elite Mm -hmm. NHLer. um... And uh, that's the kind of stuff that, like, when it comes down to -to made-to-measure process or things like that, you can really nail on the head. But for these guys, it's just ridiculous. Uh, And we've got a little bit of a shorter pant showing off the loafer. That's ridiculous. Uh, This is great. Uh, I have (laughs) to say, yeah, I'm saying ridiculous in, like, a positive way. (laughs) And his shirt, great. Fantastic. Zadarov, where did you get this? What are you doing? (laughs)
0: Yeah, I would agree. I think it's a really great outfit. I think it's like, I think it's fun because even though they were told they wouldn't have to wear any kind of suit, he's like not just wearing a suit, he's like truly going off with like the double breasted and a like light suit, which is also not something you see every day.
2: For these guys, too, like money is not an object. They are not limited by, you know, buying a, uh, three suit selection for them to wear for all their different events that they have coming up because you know they need to have the the blue the lighter gray and the charcoal gray and that's how their funds are limited i do think that there's a certain amount of like financial privilege in being able to get a cream suit or get things that are a little bit more adventurous Mm. and uh have the opportunity to take risks with your wardrobe in that way
0: yeah that's an interesting uh, observation i hadn't even thought about uh kind of like the you know like the financial stability that you need to actually get a suit that's a bit more of a risk right like that makes perfect sense mm-hmm. do you think that like the more like crop pant is gonna stick around for a while or i personally would like to see it stick around for a while but i don't know if that's gonna happen
2: i hope it does I think that cropped pants are a necessity. I cuff, like, everything that I own, mm-hmm. um, just because it's it's a better look. Um, and I think that if everyone did that, then the world would be a better place. Um, <laughs> we would actually have no oil spills. Uh, there would be no wrong in the world if everyone just cuffed their jeans the way that they should.
0: That's, that's really good. Okay, and then finally, like, the thing that is... To me, personally, like, the most boring is that both the Habs and the Panthers have, like, basically issued a bunch of branded polo shirts. Um, The Panthers ones, there's a few black ones, there's some blue ones. Every single time they wear these for a game, the Panthers' Instagram posts a picture of the players wearing them saying cats wearing polos. And the Canadians are actually selling their game day polos I hate it I think it's so boring (laughs) yeah I think you're taking like the the dress code's been taken away right like uh, even though people are making some questionable decisions the dress code's been taken away which is fun and then your team issues a bunch of ugly ass polos for you to wear every game day I would hate it I would riot.
1: You're just replacing one dress code with a worse dress code. It's terrible. Yeah. Exactly.
2: What is this? A private school? Like, uh, (laughs) this is like Lou Lamorello being like, no facial hair. And then it being like, what? Why? Yeah.
0: It's very...
1: And it's just like, hockey's already a sport with no personality. And then there's this (laughs) one opportunity for the players to show, like, a tiny bit of personality. And you're like, actually, no. The personality they showed before... It was too much. We're going to make sure they show even less personality by giving them all the same polo to wear. Yeah. Give it's
2: everyone special. the Nylander bucket hat and the <laughs> sweater with short shorts outfit. I don't care. Just not this polo stuff. Give everyone the stuff. hoodie
1: with the short shorts
0: and like a basketball jersey over top.
2: There we go. Yeah, solved.
0: <laughs> Alright, so um, I think that's all really for... Oh, I did screenshot this one post because i thought it was really funny the dallas stars again social media guys clearly listening to this podcast clearly trying to make (laughs) the fashion content work we're like we're gonna make fashion content and the dallas stars posted one and the caption is styling uh with the emoji that wears a surgical mask and all of the pictures all of them are just a bunch of guys wearing dark pants and polo shirts some of, most of them are wearing gray polo shirts some of them are wearing a t-shirt but it's just that and at that point like honestly my guys like don't it the social media person is
1: just trying to make style content and the stars are just not delivering yeah it, <laughs> like the poor guy has nothing to work with
2: i'm just picturing this guy sitting there being like <laughs> well i gotta do a hallways post let's uh <laughs> let's see what the walk up looks like and then he's just looking through and he's like oh these are all the same guy uh, actually everyone's just wearing gray polos and dark jeans it's okay
0: it's really depressing uh. but it's funny that they tried and I do appreciate that um so yeah I, I mean I'm gonna keep looking at what they're doing I'm almost sad that the Leafs are out because we won't get to see more pictures of their fun outfits but uh, that's life. Um, I mean,
2: my question is, like, how much did the guy, these guys get to bring into the bubble with them? Like, mm. how, how much space did they dedicate to their outfits? That's because, true. like, if you think about how many weeks these guys have to be there, or in some cases months, then, like, what opportunity do they have to do a lot of different stuff? I, mean, I think that, like, game day, they're going to have a total possible amount of outfits to be worn is around what? Uh, oh, I'm no math magician. <laughs> 28 games?
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and so then they have their, like, practice day outfits or whatever, which should be when they wear the sweats. But, like, game days, they've got to have, what, 30 different outfits? There's no way that they brought that much stuff with them.
0: That's true. I feel like if I was rich and I was stuck in a hotel, I would be online shopping all day long. Like, those outfits would be coming to my hotel for me. 100%. I don't see, like, why... Hand-delivered. Oh, absolutely. Like, I don't see why they're not having that happen, and I feel like they probably would. Um... Mm -hmm. But for all we know, the short shorts might have been delivered to that hotel. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> they all
1: just got together in the hotel and they were like, guys, let's get some matching short shorts. let <laughs> the game.
2: Look, if Gritty's not allowed in the bubble, then I don't <laughs> understand how Amazon delivery drivers would be allowed in the bubble. <laughs> That's all I'm saying.
0: <laughs> I'm sure they'd find um, a way. Um, we m- Speaking of mascots. <laughs> yeah, before we do that, we forgot this, like fun tradition at the top of the show what are you guys drinking today um i was drinking a
1: coffee and it's gone now what are you drinking jared
2: uh so in tradition with the podcast i stopped at the grocery store and i was like i don't like drink anyways as it is so i was like Maybe I'll just grab like a non-alcoholic beer to have at the ripe old time of 10 a.m. And then they were all sold out of the one that I liked. And so I was like, screw it. I'm going to go have a Tetley peppermint tea at home.
0: (laughs) That's amazing. I have sparkling water. That's, um, it. Unfor- <laughs> this is what happens when there's a big time difference. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, my guys. <laughs> All right. Oh, well. So, um, the mascot minute, as always, you guys can skip it if you don't feel like it. This one does have some more graphic content. So just, you know, like, if it's not for you, that's fine. Skip until you hear the ads and you'll be Gucci. All right. So... I'm going to begin. Okay. Spartacat felt like he was in a daze. Carlton's mansion was full of mascots and every day was a party. After the quiet weeks in California, he was ready to let loose. His first night had brought a passionate encounter. Thunderbug's roars of pleasure had been loud enough to wake Slapshot, who'd looked over at Carlton's sprawling property and seen Thunderbug bent over the front of a golf cart with one of his antennae in Spartacat's mouth. The other being gently massaged by the lion's paw.
1: Slapshot had quietly flown down to meet the pair, eager to join in on the fun. Cat was thrilled. He had admired the powerful wings and gigantic feet of the eagle for many years. When Thunderbug spotted the bird, his antennae buzzed with anticipation. The three of them had spent many hours in ecstasy, then jumped into the pool to watch the sun rise. Cat awoke from a deep, dreamless sleep in the afternoon jet lag? Stinger asked when he spotted Cat in the kitchen. The lion nodded. He didn't want to tell Stinger about his late-night adventures.
2: The bug had always freaked Spartacat out. He couldn't help but feel threatened by the huge red eyes and gleaming white teeth. Despite his appearance, Stinger's voice was deep and soothing. I was wondering, well, would you like to go out for a drive with me? Things are a little awkward between Carlton and me right now. You know how he gets when he's competitive. I want to give him some space. Sparty didn't know how to respond. We could go to a beach, Stinger offered, clearly sensing his hesitation. Spartacat wanted nothing more than to dig his paws into warm sand, so he agreed. Stinger blushed, and Spartacat noticed a slight quiver in the mascots' antennae. This trip was going to be interesting.
0: (laughs) I hope you guys like how I let slip that Spartacat's a footman.
2: These are the key details I mean, that the sense fandom was trying to know about Spider-Cat's kinks.
1: I mean, there were feet, but there were also antennae and wings. So <laughs> like...
2: Just working in whatever we can, honestly.
1: I'm sorry. I read the part with wings and just thought of like really weird Sarah J Maas like fairy butt. <laughs> <laughs> Like, no! I know, kind of <laughs> and there are probably like very few people listening to this who know what I'm talking about. But like, just trust me. Uh,
0: <laughs> no, I love it.
1: We also asked Jared if he wanted to read the whole thing, and he was like, "Maybe just the." End.
2: <laughs> I don't regret my decision. <laughs>
0: I think Jared did a really great job, and I think we should get him to read all of our mascot minutes. (laughs) Yeah,
2: (laughs) that's fine. I was a theater student. This is, like, everything (laughs) to me.
0: He was
1: the only one who managed to get through it without laughing,
0: I actually, like, my only problem with Stinger is that I really wanted to bring up Stinger's Stinger, but it's really awkward Mm. to write that, because people, like, Mm -hmm. am I talking about the mascot, or am I talking about the mascot's butt?
2: Yeah, because they had to name him after his damn body parts. <laughs> so now you can't just mention it because then you confuse people. It's truly Stupid. quite.
0: It's truly quite tragic. Actually, maybe I should have uh, come up with something else. But that's that's. We a next should issue week a formal complaint. I think it
2: was great. Hi, it's really difficult to write erotic uh, mascot fan fiction <laughs> because you named a mascot incorrectly. <laughs>
0: I'm probably gonna just come up with a good nickname for Stinger. We'll find it. We'll come up with something.
2: I well, mean, oh, oh my God! You should actually comb through the like fan base, like Reddit, and see if there's anything that they refer to the mascot by, or like their Twitter or something like that. See if they have a m- nickname like Sparty. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good point.
0: That's fair,
1: actually. Yeah, actually, um, you know which team seems to be it doesn't have a mascot yet, but seems to be catering to us um, and specifically creating their brand around something that we could really turn into some good mascot erotica, Um, and that is the brand new Seattle Kraken, who they were announced, like, they announced their name between us recording the last episode and uploading the last episode, so it's been a little bit, but they had this whole, like, epic video, um, I think the name is amazing. And as soon as I saw one tweet being like, huh, I wonder what their mascot is going to look like, I was like, oh no, (laughs) here we go. (laughs) We're already setting up a mascot orgy, and now (laughs) you're going to try to bring tentacles into the mix. Oh, so many tentacles. I I shudder to think of what I'm going to end up writing and reading out loud in the
0: future. I am really stoked about Kraken. I think it's a fun... um... Mas- uh, a fun like mascot and a fun name I am a little bit disappointed that they didn't go for the Seattle Sockeye because I don't know if you guys saw this mm-hmm. but the like Sockeye is actually an NHL team in a series of romantic novels which we just discussed oh, really? romantic hockey player novels like last week um, wow. and so there was actually some discussion and the writer of those like romantic novels had said that I mean, that, like, you know, like, romantic slash, like,
2: Mm -hmm. a little bit
0: sexy. (laughs) So the the author had actually said that she would be happy to let the Seattle uh, NHL team use their name. And if they had allowed that, the Seattle sockeye would have automatically come with an entire series of, like, mildly erotic romantic fiction. That would have been that would have
2: instantly been made canon right yeah (laughs) in the history of the NHL Seattle Sockeyes people reading these romantic novels down the line would have been like huh I wonder if this was written about the team when they (laughs) existed
0: it would really cause some confusion but it would be so funny like I would truly love it um so I'm a little bit disappointed about that but I do love Kraken I think it's a fun name um they did reveal their logo looks great mm-hmm. um it's like a definitely some
1: tentacles in that logo uh
0: yeah it's like a it's kind <laughs> of like a uh, it's like a sort of s like made out of tentacles
2: <laughs> oh, sorry. when when like when beata says like there's definitely <laughs> some tentacles there i just hear the wheels turning as we <laughs> <laughs> Be honest, Keyboard has already been clacking for, like, weeks on end here, where she's, like, as soon as this, like, Kraken's name is revealed, I just have to sub in the name.
1: I I hate that this is how my brain works now, that, like, somebody will tag me in a picture of a mascot, and I'm just immediately, like, ooh, that one's sexy, right? Like, immediately, like, objectifying these mascots, thinking of how I would write, like, erotica about them. I hate it. I hate that I've turned into this. I'm
0: truly like, it, it, I'm like broken. Like at this point, I literally <laughs> sold Thunderbug. I was like, oh, what mascots are gonna be at like Colton's right now? I like look them up. I see Thunderbug. I see his stiff little antennae. And I'm like, all right, like, okay. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> It's really... You have no choice. You have to now. My brain is broken. So, yeah, the Seattle Logan <laughs> looks great. They're, like, bringing in sort of a nautical theme. There's, like, an anchor mm-hmm. kind of thing going on in a lot of the mm-hmm. um, stuff. They have, like, a fun font for the word Kraken. It looks kind of a little bit old-timey, but mm-hmm. clean. Very clean, which I like a lot. Um, I wanted to address, because we got a comment on our last episode.
1: Yeah, and I'm very sorry, I forgot to respond to that one on Silver 7. That's okay. Um, I saw
0: it too late. I, first of all, appreciate that we got a comment on Silver 7. Fun and cute. Thank mm-hmm. you so much, Joshua Canada 77, um, for getting in touch. <laughs> he commented, and it just said, thoughts, dot 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 dot, and it's a um, an image of a Uh, Seattle Kraken tattoo so the S of the Seattle Kraken which is like as I said kind of made out of tentacle is wrapped into a sort of like wrapped around slash kind of in um, an anchor it's very like traditional style tattoo uh I personally like traditional style tattoos um I think the like nautical theme is sexy uh I think it's a little bit timeless personally Joshua Canada 77, I'm like five minutes away from getting that tattoo. <laughs> I think it's fun. I think it's something that would tie in really well And like, like as somebody who has a lot of like stupid random tattoos, it's something that you can like sort of slap on your arm and you don't have to worry about it clashing with all your other tattoos. Um, and coming as a fan of a team that has no good logos to tattoo, I'm jealous. That's my input. I'm very jealous.
2: I think yeah. that I like the, uh, the anchor for the Seattle Kraken mm-hmm. because it actually has the space needle worked into the very center part. Um, oh, yeah. as like, up yeah. Um, and I did not notice that a- at so first. That's so fun. And so, yeah, seeing that I was like, oh my God, wow. And they're like, their font is like custom made. Uh, mm-hmm. and I wanted. Mm. So badly as a hockey fan to hate that they went for like the easy layup of like the Kraken. Um, I I wanted to despise everything about it, and then I saw the color of the jerseys, which is like totally different. I don't mm. think any team has like a teal or like a baby blue worked in. Yeah, uh, aside really from nice. like the San Jose Sharks teal. Yeah. Um, and I. Love the, like, little splash of red that's in there. Mm. The, uh, uh, all the stuff about it is just too good to hate. Um, Mm -hmm. so there's my take.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. It was a really epic reveal. Really cool, uh, name. Really cool logo. 10 out of 10.
0: I'm really excited about it. The last, like, new NHL team we got was obviously the Vegas Golden Knights, which is a weird name. Kind of ugly jerseys. Like, they're not terrible. I kind of like the Knights, but it's not Mm -hmm. cute. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, it's not something... The Vegas Golden Knights, like, jerseys and logo and stuff look like they're gonna look very old in five to ten years. Mm -hmm. This looks like something you could keep, and this looks like something where, like, if they do switch up the jersey and then, like, go back to a heritage jersey, it would be, like, very beloved. Um... So personally, really, mm-hmm. I, I'm a big fan, as I said, jealous of uh, people being able to get a tattoo of their team's logos without it looking, you know, questionable. Because mm-hmm. like, believe me, mm-hmm. I have eyed the 2D logo and been like, maybe I can make this work, but it just wouldn't look good on like with my other mm-hmm. tattoos. <laughs> Whereas this is one of those things mm-hmm. where like, it, it doesn't matter what kind of tattoo style you've got. You know, a traditional tattoo always looks kind of good um and also like this aesthetic Mm -hmm. will go with a lot of things the jerseys will be easy to style the merch will be easy to style like you know it's not like us where we're like so stuffed that you got like an ugly t-shirt with the o on it Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like actually. are you sure
2: though that you don't want to get the snes logo tattooed (laughs) between your shoulder blades
0: I actually um. thought about getting the, like, shitty, like, sense logo just, like, because I thought it was so funny. <laughs> exactly. Like, you'd do
1: that ironically. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's so bad that it's funny.
0: But I'm already, like, kind of guilty of getting, like, mildly impulsive tattoos, and I feel like I would really regret that one because it would be truly ugly. And I have, like, seen people who have, like, only traditional tattoos and then have, like, the 2D logo sort of in there and it looks good. Um, if you have a good artist, it looks good. The 2D logo has like potential, but I've also seen a lot of really bad Sense tattoos, and so I'm like, ugh, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm over it. So, um Yeah. I I just like again, like, thank you, Joshua Canada seventy-seven, um, for commenting. My thoughts are that the tattoo looks lit, and I'm jealous that People get to have a cool tattoo like that i'm really impressed mm-hmm. by the person because he's also like it's posed next to the seattle times with like the cover story like the seattle mm-hmm. team name's going to be revealed i am so like hyped for the guy who just like got a tattoo the second it was revealed iconic well mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. woman i don't know who got this tattoo it just looks good it does <laughs>
1: so in other news <laughs> uh, sorry the return to play thing is happening. The qualifying rounds just ended. As we're recording this, it is the 10th. It's a Monday. Um, The qualifying round ended yesterday. And today we're going to find out who won the first overall pick. Mm. So as we're recording this, we don't know. But of course, everyone listening does know who won.
0: Yeah.
1: So um, if it's the Leafs, everything sucks. If it's not, it's all right.
0: Yeah. Um, who do you guys think it's gonna be? I mean I, the
1: odds are all the same, right? Yeah,
2: but odds are the same, but your <laughs> personal preference largely factors into how the outcome of this actually goes, <laughs> as we saw with the strap lottery.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm um I I guess the Jets would be kinda
0: cool. Yeah, I'd love to see the Jets doing I'd well as one that. of those teams where you're yeah. like You know, kind of root for them because they're kind of
1: fun. There are just some teams that I really, really hate. Like, if it's the Leafs, that would suck. If it's the Penguins, that would also be really annoying. Um, I forget who else.
0: (laughs) Uh, I don't remember. Um,
2: It's uh, possibly the Nashville Predators. (laughs) Oh, the Preds would be okay. Yeah. um, There's also the Rangers. uh... Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, Rangers would
2: suck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. It's Oilers, Panthers, the Wild, the Predators, the Rangers, the Penguins, the Leafs, and the Jets.
0: Okay, so... I feel like most of those are okay. Personally, I'd love to see the Jets or the Preds, because I like mm-hmm. those teams. I think they're fun to watch. I love what... Like, two years ago, the Predators were one of my favorite teams to watch. I just saw they were so mm-hmm. much fun. Panthers, I mean... I don't know. Like, I feel like they deserve like a bit of a good year at mm-hmm. some point in their, in their yeah. history. Um... I'm glad that the Panthers are out just for the sake of not having to see that ugly, ugly, uh, polo shirts before every game. Thank you, mm-hmm. thank you. Panthers. Also,
1: we get to see a uh, playoff Peugeot, So yeah, that's fun. That's nice.
0: But yeah, I mean, personally, I'm just happy if it's not the Leafs. That's my mm-hmm. my goal. I also I brought this up last episode. Um, I'd seen like the headline where the Leafs were like, "We're playing for the cup, not for the draft pick." Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I just wanted to point out that that worked exactly how I said it would work out. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Cody CC just really wants to play for the pick. Because he's, like, been an icon. Yeah, truly incredible.
2: I think that uh, worst-case scenario is that Leafs get the pick. Um, second worst-case scenario, Penguins get the pick. Mm-hmm. And other than that, it's pretty much fair game. I think I want the Oilers to get it. Um, or the Jets.
1: <laughs> I think Oilers is kind of a chaos pick.
2: Yeah, so I think uh, I totally forget the fact that like they've had however many first overall picks <laughs> at this point. Um, and I just think I'm like, oh, my good sweet boy McDavid just wants to have uh, <laughs> another Leon Dreisaitl right next to him. And they can just be the new pizza line from now until the end of Uh, Lafreniere's, like, restricted free agency.
1: What I like about the Oilers, though, is that they keep getting these... Well, you keep saying, like, oh, they're gonna draft this superstar and then they'll be good, and then they keep drafting all the superstars and somehow managing not to be good, (laughs) despite the fact that they've been, like, handed all of these things. Mm. So I kind of enjoy the mentality of, like, if the Oilers could just get this, like, superstar first overall... That would be great for them. The
0: Oilers truly, and then have like the odds are
1: they'll mess it up.
0: The trailers the Oilers truly have the like the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away thing going on. <laughs> where like <laughs> the Lord giveth good picks and the Lord taketh the picks like actual talents. So I do agree. Like it's just something there is just not working out. Like. it's like they're doing like half-assed magic or something like it's really quite funny Mm -hmm. um but just for the sake of like kind of switching it up you know like maybe just jets i think i think we can all agree that we'd be happy to see the jets get the
2: pick right Mm -hmm. i think so i think jets is an easy favorite to kind of take it here uh there's also the chance that if the rangers got it uh, that our boy Zibby could uh, perhaps have a yeah. shot at raising the cup at some point in his life.
1: It's amazing, like, but the... would Tony D'Angelo also have
2: a chance? I know, and I That's hate that. Problem. I hate that aspect of it. Yeah,
0: Tony D'Angelo. <laughs> every single week, I think about listening to Tony D'Angelo's podcast so that I can talk about it on this podcast, and I don't because it just, <laughs> just seems too don't horrible. And I also don't. That's want to your toxic trait, Poppy. Yeah. It is. It is. It really is. But, you know, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I go on his Twitter sometimes, I'm like, okay, I'm going to listen to this episode. And then I, like, scroll down his Twitter account to get to the episode, and it's so horrible that I'm like, Ugh. I do want Tony D'Angelo complaining, Tony D'Angelo, like, known Trump supporter and, like, kind of, like, a racist and, like, you know, thinks that um, there's a problem of, like, people being too politically correct and hockey, quote-unquote, which is very funny. Um, I loved when he was, like, people are making fun of me for being an Italian-American. Boo!
1: <laughs> there are so many, like, um, parody accounts oh, so of many. him. I follow a few. But that was <laughs> so that good. was
0: my favorite Tony D'Angelo moment, when he was, like, how dare you, like, insult my Italian heritage? Because mm. people are tweeting, like, ah, I'm a Tony D'Angelo, I miss the pocket. <laughs> Like I they boost, right? Truly incredible content. <sighs> Alright. Um I,
2: Does Tony D'Angelo even have a Twitter account now? I can't even find anything.
0: Uh, I'm pretty sure he does. I want to, I was on it like literally I two days so. ago.
2: Oh Poppy. Yeah. Poppy please. <laughs> I, Practice self care, Poppy. I
0: know it's it's a cuss, <laughs> but I do love to just like check up on my man, see what he's up to, because he's always up to something. And yeah. like it's it's bad. I know it's like a bad thing for me to do that, but like, you no, know, reminds me that there's bad takes out there in hockey. Sometimes you know, like, like mm-hmm. so the NHL. Like we we were gonna bring this up. The NHL did like decide to stand for the anthem. Um, hmm. They did like some kinda like weird things where they like separated out players of colour <laughs> <laughs> Trying to show that they're woke, but actually made it look really iffy and like just weird. Like you're kind of basically staging the situation where like the players of colour are not or like the white players aren't even like given the option to like symbolically stand in solidarity. Like you're literally singling out mm-hmm. the
1: and they're also making a really big deal about the fact that they're all standing to the point where Eric Trump literally tweeted,
0: oh like, look God. at
1: all these NHL players standing. Love to see it. The NHL's really, like, <laughs>
0: shitting the bed with that half-assed, like, activism. But I think, you know, you could argue that, like, because some of the teams are, like, wearing Black Lives Matter shirts and stuff like that, and, like, you know, the uh, the league is at least acknowledging it. A few players did it. kneel as well, and that was Yeah. Great. And, like, the NHL is at least acknowledging it. Um, You could be like, oh, my God, we're making strides. But then you got to remember that Tony D'Angelo exists. And then I'm like... I
2: mean, yeah. It's a (laughs) net loss if Tony D'Angelo still exists. Um, But I think that, like, regardless, I've seen some stuff from uh, some of the women that are involved in, like, NHL culture and stuff like that. Um, And I think case in point is that, like, saying black lives matter is doing the absolute bare minimum Mm. because the real issue is in uh, systemic racism and like police brutality and stuff like that. And that's why Mm. all of this has been going on for as long as it has as it is. And for them to like the fan base that is socially conscious is not asking, Hey, come out and say fuck cops or something like that. Mm-hmm. They're saying, like, hey, come out and take a stand for people of color, please. Mm-hmm. And even then, they're like, ooh, I don't know, that's too spicy. Uh, <laughs> what if we just instead have Tuka Rask do an interview wearing a, like, Blue Lives Matter hat or whatever it was, yeah. the Boston police hat that he was wearing.
0: Which was, like, such a bummer, like, literally right after the entire team had worn, like, the Black Lives Matter shirts to the first games. <sighs> like it's always one step forward, two steps backwards mm-hmm. is these people. but yeah no I, I totally agree with yeah. that. Um all right, so oh, yeah, I guess like we should also just you know mention this again. no mascots in the bubble. Um,
1: I know we were so hoping for <laughs> mascots to be included. There was a whole thing NBC wrote an article about it where gritty was just like really upset about not being allowed in the bubble. Like, mm. apparently, Gritty wanted to room with Claude Giroux, which is perfectly understandable. Oh, yeah. I don't know why they didn't let him do that. And apparently, <laughs> <laughs> there was just a thing where, like, they couldn't figure out how to test Gritty for COVID, so they couldn't let him in the bubble. It's
0: it's it's hard because yeah. we don't even really know what Gritty is, so, like, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It, it's hard to figure out if he can even get COVID. <sighs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: I think. Uh,
1: I think he's essential.
0: Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> Gritty is one of our essential workers. Um, <laughs> I think that uh, there was, like, Katie Nolan had done a piece previously where she had said that, like, NHL mascots or, like, teams are upset about the amount of coverage that Gritty gets and the fact that, like, <laughs> Gritty is favored by, like, the NHL and by uh-huh. the, like, national media as it is. And I would want Gritty to get into the bubble just to like further (laughs) stoke those like. (laughs) Like just Gritty. Uh Nobody else. Just Gritty. Just Gritty. Actually, no NHL bubble (laughs) at all. It's just Gritty.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing because like. What's great about Gritty is that it's not just a hockey thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like I I remember when he was announced and it wasn't just the hockey fans that I follow that were talking about him. Like everyone was talking about Gritty. I think like John Oliver made a joke about him on Last Week Tonight at some point. Like it's just it's everywhere and it's kind of crazy to see like a hockey thing just take off in this way.
0: Gritty's definitely become like a big phenomenon and like that's something that's really fun mm-hmm. is that pop culture's really embraced him. Um, especially, like, the left using Gritty as, like, Comrade Gritty and, like, you know, Worker's Rights Gritty. Antifa Gritty. Yeah, it's been really good.
2: I think that, uh, as, like, a hockey fan, there's very much, like, a, a feeling of, like, being kind of underrepresented in terms of, like, major sports. Mm. And there's definitely a feeling of, like, it's it's being into, like, a weird niche, like, subculture um in in terms of like uh general like north american media it's very much like if there was a news article on spartacat i'd be like (laughs) what happened why is he being shared like north america wide but when it's gritty i'm like oh my god yeah everyone loves gritty like this is perfect yeah like
1: gritty's trying to find his way into the nhl bubble i this is amazing content. <laughs> if Cat was trying to find his way into the NHL bubble, I'd be like, why are you doing
2: this? I'd be like, just stop, man, please. Like, save yourself. <laughs> yeah, like, save your you're dignity. embarrassing
1: yourself <laughs>
0: here. I would be very interested to see if um, the person inside Gritty uh, makes more money than most mascots. Um, yeah. Just because of like how prolific he is. Maybe... And also because of like the amount of like media coverage that there is for gritty i also want to point out that gritty is so powerful because gritty cannot be cancelled gritty literally <laughs> assaulted a child
2: <laughs> for legal purposes this was never proven that's uh, true that's true <laughs> like but yes gritty punched a child gritty, gritty threw a child down a flight of stairs <laughs> gritty at the very least
0: like in the mildest tellings of the story gritty lightly shoved a child (laughs) in the worst tellings gritty punched a child and yet we have not cancelled gritty and that is power
2: gritty is teflon gritty and his belly button no no limits (laughs) uh such as other famous celebrities that have been cancelled over the past couple months
0: (laughs) all right so we're coming to the end of the show and um We always award Big Rig Energy, and usually we coordinate this, but this week I forgot to coordinate it. Um,
1: So Jared is getting the whole behind-the-scenes look at the podcast. (laughs) It started with us taking 45 minutes to start recording because we had technical difficulties, and now we just straight-up forgot to write notes for the end of the
0: episode. Okay, hear me out. (laughs) I think that um, Holtby should get Big Rig Energy... I don't know anything about his... Personally, he might be a terrible person for his outfits. That's my opinion.
2: Uh, He's actually, like, as a player, he seems to be pretty stand-up. Doesn't
0: he go to Pride?
2: Uh, Um, Yeah, he does Pride. And when there was uh, Black Lives Matter gaining, like, Mm -hmm. uh, national media attention and everything like that, he had written his own post, not just, like, relying on the Capitol's uh, PR to do something. Mm -hmm. But he wrote about, like, how he lives just, like minutes away from a bridge that's, I think, named after, uh, a, like, controversial yeah, historical that. figure, um, uh-huh. so I think that, like, in general, he's a pretty stand-up dude, uh, as far as I know, um, you know, what? we're specifically
1: talking about his outfits today,
2: yeah,
0: and, yeah. but in terms of, like, hockey players, that's, that's pretty lit, and also, mm-hmm. um, that would explain why we have the sexy, sexy photo of him reading, because he reads, mm-hmm. yeah. guys, he, 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 thinks about stuff. That's kind of kind of cool of him.
2: <laughs> kind of so, cool how guys can just like think sometimes.
0: <laughs> Look, mm-hmm. I, I, you seldom see a hockey player who like embraces like nutty shit. We literally only have Dougie, <laughs> so mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and Mark Borowski. Oh yeah, that, and that guy. Yeah. That I'm guy sure. reads.
0: That guy reads so much. Um, yeah, so we're adding him to the list of, like, hunky reading men, um, which I appreciate, <laughs> and I appreciate his outfits, and I appreciate that even though, like, some guys seem to be going from maybe dressing for the first game and then realizing that nobody else gives a shit and, like, just taking it down a notch, he consistently is dressing well, and that I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Can everybody agree on giving Holtby big rig energy? That sounds good. I think
2: Holtby gets big rig energy of the week.
0: Ah. Thank you so much.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank you so much to Jared for joining us for this episode. It was very fun. Um, and thank you everyone for listening to This Amelican Life. You can find us on Twitter. I am at Cbeatae, that's
0: C-B-E-A-T-A-E. I'm at Mum, that's mum with a U. Jared, do you want to say your Twitter handle again?
2: Yeah, uh, I said it at the top of the episode, but uh, Twitter handle is at Jared Gibson uh, underscore.
0: Great. Or you can email us at thisamalnickinlife at gmail.com. The music this week was Yellow by the Desert Island Big Band. Um, the Desert Island Big Band also just released a music video for Yellow, and it was directed by my wonderful friend Jessica Pepine. So check that out. Uh, you can find them at the Desert Island Big Band on all social media.
1: Our logo is by Lena Novi and Angus Fitzgerald Clark. For bonus content, please find us at patreon.com
0: slash life. You will also find this week on our Patreon a uh, PDF with all of the outfits that we discussed in this episode. <laughs> you can subscribe to us wherever you're listening to this podcast right now, under the Silver 7 podcast. And it would be a huge help if you rate and review us on iTunes. Please do that. Nobody reviews us on iTunes, and it's sad. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm all right thank you so much all right bye bye
2: bye